Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by co-founder of Gomi Design, Rishi. Hello. Hi, Louise. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So I came across you on social media. I, obviously, we've all heard about Barbie. The Barbie movie is doing really, really well. But I heard about you guys in relation to you melting her down and turning her into a speaker, which I thought was a very clever idea, <laughs> if not a kind of painful for our lovely uh, Barbie memories. But tell us a bit more about Gomi Design. Yeah, so Gomi Design, the idea behind the company is we're a sustainable consumer electronics business. In simple terms, it means that we are a sustainable um, consumer electronics business that tries to reduce the amount of e-waste that um, ends up in landfill and try to reduce the amount of um, pollution that's created as a result of producing and using consumer electronics. Mm -hmm. Where did this idea come from? I think the idea came from, I think uh, there was there's four co-founders, so we were all working on sustainable electronics in some way, shape or form, or we all had complementary skills. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just through the, through social media, um, as well as um, through school, we just met each other. And then the passion of sustainability and electronics came together. The whole idea was like, why can't we do things differently to uh, the way things are right now, the status quo, which was, you know, Apple, um, HP, Samsung, and so on. How, How can we make something more sustainable, better for the environment that looks beautiful and people can enjoy? Really, so that's where the idea came from. And I suppose I mentioned Barbie there. That was just an example yes. of plastic that kind of can get a second life, and that's what it's all about, really, for you guys, isn't it? Yes, hundred percent. The whole idea of the Barbies was, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think when I was younger, um, I did I didn't play Barbies particularly, but my sister did, and I used to have all these toys, and I I wondered where have they gone? What happened to yeah. them? Because some of them broke um the ones that were broke you can't really donate to charity so they tend to end up in landfill and we were thinking why do they have to end up in landfill all of these toys had so much memories and also nostalgia so why can't we upcycle them into something and we were like okay we started testing uh we got some old broken barbies from our instagram followers actually and we took them apart we crushed them we melted them we tried to find ways to kind of like play around with the plastic but we found out that a, that the a barbie doll is made out of so many different plastics and um only some bits were usable and some bits we couldn't we couldn't use but in the end we were we managed to be able to recycle um a large amount of it so mostly the legs the arms the head as well uh sound very gruesome and <laughs> um, upcycle it into speakers and it looked really beautiful because each of the the barbie dolls had also accessories yeah. and we could melt those down as well so those are somewhere some of the nice pinks and blues um came in and the beige which which was really nice and it was a really nice way to just you know show how every material has a story and we decide what that story can be and where it goes so that was really important absolutely and the fact that it can have a second life from what it was originally intended yeah, I think it's just really important. I mean, I, I if I had my old toys, I would just love to melt them down and make them into a speaker because it's like almost like a evolution of when you were a child. This you used it for this purpose, but that material still has a lot of like a lot of abilities to be other items. So um, it's better to you know if you can upcycle into something like a speaker, it has even more value to you because it's it's traveled with you through your childhood now to a speaker, um, and it just has as much value and function now as it did when you were a child so I think the Barbie broken Barbies unloved Barbies was a really Mm -hmm. big campaign to just highlight that how tricky was it to get Gomi off the ground 
Uh, I think it was it was a bit difficult because you know with consumer electronics everything costs so much money because mm-hmm. like nobody had ever made products fully out of waste. So for example, making products out of waste plastic, electronics out of waste plastic, and also um, the each of the speakers are powered by used e-bike batteries. So all of that required like a lot of like thinking. Um, but luckily, we were able to get a grant for our first. Um, because when we first started, I was like 97, 18 or 19. So at that time, I didn't really have much money. So we luckily got a grant of £10,000 um, through a competition. And that allowed us to at least get the ball rolling on the mm-hmm. idea. And we, we've been through so many versions of the speaker now. We're now at a point where the speaker is now an evolution of so many different learnings and trial and errors. Um, so it took a bit of time, but it was definitely worth it. It must be quite nice to see that development from where you kind of started off a couple of years ago to where it's kind of grown to now. Yeah, it's been really amazing because a lot of people who followed us from the beginning are still following us today. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just the just learning from how we can do things better, easier, because when we first started, we could only press maybe one speaker a day. Um, And because we normally what we do with the plastic is we uh, we melt it and then we marble it but it's almost like candy and then we put it under a, under a, a hydraulic press which kind of molds it around into a speaker case so we only make one a day and now we're almost you know doing 100 times that's a, almost 100 a day in, in a way so it's a huge change um, so making more efficiencies being able to use more waste uh, being able to do things like with Barbie, with all Barbie dolls mm-hmm. uh, maybe even like potentially we could do other toys there's literally no end in terms of like how much waste there is in the world so there's never going to be an end in terms of what we could use to make speakers and this is the thing too with the speakers they're very creative they're almost like a work of art because there's so many different colors that are woven into it that you wouldn't even think of you kind of think oh they're melting it down it's going to be just one blank color but it's actually really pretty as well yeah i think for me it was really important because you know the products i love are the ones that look really beautiful and I think we deserve to have beautiful products, even though they're electronic, they should also be beautiful. And so each of the colors um, in the speaker, so essentially we can't control how um, the marble patterns come out. So what we what we do is we just have to control the colors, the amount of color we put in, right? And then each of the, the patterns and the way it combines is up to up to nature really, or up to the mm-hmm. process. So um, the idea is just to, you know, allow people to have products that are also unique because each marble pattern that comes out uh, maybe a similar color to a different marble pattern, but the pattern is never the same. So it's almost like a fingerprint. Also with Gomi is that you you plan to kind of have a lifelong relationship with your products as well. So people can get back in touch with you if something breaks or if something goes wrong with them. Yeah, it's because our business model is made on repair and upgrade. Our business model doesn't work on buying new. So we love to like, if customers, their products break, we have a two-year warranty. Uh, beyond that, we repair for a very normal nominal fee, uh, like fifty pounds, um, for which is approximately like um, a third, more than a third of the price, mm-hmm. less than the speaker. Um, so it it just makes it easier for customers to feel confident that you know once a product has some sort of issue, because the issues tend to be quite small, like the battery or a loose wire or something small like that, and that doesn't take very long to fix. So if it's something very small, we just do it for free because it's like such a small issue but with some material issues such as batteries mm-hmm. are damaged then obviously you may be a small charge but it's a very nominal fee so um because most of the carbon emissions come through manufacturing so 60 to 70 percent of the many manu- the emissions 
for a lifelong product. So between when you first make it and dispose of it, come during manufacturing. So if we can extend the life of a product, you're reducing the carbon footprint and pollution massively, which is really important. So what is now the, I suppose, the goal going forward? Do you want to grow it or would you like to do maybe collaborations with, with other people? Yeah, I guess this is going to be my call out. So if you have any ways, send me an email. I'll try and make a speaker out of it. Um, but essentially, we, we love doing collaborations, anything really like any type of waste stream. We love to play around with it. Um, and we also are looking to expand um, our range of products in the future, maybe in three or four years. So we'd love to just um, go from speakers to, to other products like headphones, um, soundbars and maybe beyond that going into other consumer electronic categories so the idea is just to like currently work on the speaker mm -hmm. make the best speaker possible use different waste streams collaborate with different businesses who want us to use their waste to do something with it uh, we're made in brighton so it's very local um it's, it is in the uk which makes it really good for um it's in the uk and in europe so we make it really good so you can come down to studio play around with the waste yourself so it's not all made in china which makes it a lot nicer because it helps to support local jobs and local creators within the within europe which is also really nice absolutely how can people find out more about what you guys do I think it's the best place to go is go to our website, gomi.design, or go to our Instagram, which is at gomi.design, um, and you'll be able to find all the crazy stuff we're doing. We always tend to do um, a drop every month, so a random waste stream. We're still deciding what waste stream we want to do this month, so if anyone has any waste streams that they want us to deal with, just send us an email. We'd love to work with you guys. So, oh, that's um, brilliant. Instagram and our website is the best place, and if you send us a message on Instagram, I'll respond. Um, tends to be me or or on the team because we're a very small team so uh, it's not like a big company mm -hmm. we're always happy to talk happy to bounce ideas um, and really happy to meet new people amazing rishi of gomi design thank you so much for chatting to me thank you